Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Jason Fitz is a host on Yahoo Sports, host on Fox Sports Radio. Joins us every Monday, and he joins us now. Uh, Man, what a week it was, Fitz, in the NFL. Let's start with the contenders before we get to the pretenders. Are we talking enough about the Baltimore Ravens? And if we're not, is that about to change? Uh, no, we aren't. And yes, it is. And that's uh, look, I, I thought there'd be this click moment. I thought it would happen early in the season. It did not happen the first couple of weeks where Todd Monk and the new offensive coordinator comes in and you expect to see something great. What, what was really interesting about the game, though, against the Lions is that the Lions pressure was getting home. This is where Lamar Jackson reminded us how great Lamar Jackson is, yep. right? Like, the number of times that he found a spin move out of the pocket or a way to step up and avoid the pressure. He's the, the ultimate reminder that when you have a, a mobile quarterback, there are so many things you can do to help you get back on schedule because those large chunk plays don't happen if you have a statue back there. It, Lamar was absolutely a piece of, of art watching him get out of the grass, find a way to still get the ball 30 yards downfield. They were, they were running long design pass plays and because of Lamar's mobility they got down and by the way the defense is playing much better than they're getting credit for right now i think baltimore clearly showed you that in this world they are a super bowl contender in the afc that that division fitzy where you've got you know cleveland and pittsburgh at four and two and i know we're not done hearing from joe burrow at three and three i guess i'd I'd ask i'd frame it this way coming into the season i figured you know when you got aaron Rodgers with the jets Man, going to be a bunch of playoff teams out of the AFC East, right? It's going to be, I mean, you got Bills in there, you got Jets, you got the Dolphins, and now it feels like, especially with the Bills and the hits they've taken defensively and what we saw this weekend, like maybe your, your wild card teams are all going to come out of that north because Tomlin's just finding a way to win. The Browns, of Lord knows, have got a defense, and I guess that defense stepped up and made some plays when it had to uh, yesterday. That north is as competitive as it gets. Yeah, and the two teams you just mentioned are doing it with terrible quarterback play. Like, True. I, I don't think Kenny Pickett's any good. He's fine. Uh, he looks more comfortable in the pocket. It was fine. But the Steelers are 4-2, and two, right? And, and when you look at the Browns, I, I mean, I don't think there's any other way to couch it. They benched Deshaun Watson. He passed concussion protocol, and they say, well, you know, we're just protecting himself. When's the last time you ever saw a quarterback take a hit that was cleared to come back in the game, and everybody's like, nah, we're just not putting him back in. Yeah. In a game like that that mattered that way, the, the, their defense, and I know they gave up a bunch of points and people will laugh at this, but Miles Garrett is playing like the Stood. MVP of the NFL right yes. now. Like, uh, what, are we, what are we doing here? Like, why is every team not utilizing their pass rusher the way Miles Garrett's being utilized by the Browns? Because he's all over the line. He's disrupting everywhere. The, the, the strip sack fumble creates uh, points. The, the block wow. field goal creates points. Like, Miles Garrett specifically won his football team a game yesterday. That's 
That's stunning. The Browns' defense is very good. The, the Bengals, I'm with you. I'm not going to give up on you. I, I think right now the best division in football is clearly that North. Yeah, I would just say that the reason why you don't see other teams do that is because they don't have a Miles Garrett. He's one on one. You know, you can try, but I mean, there's just not a dude R- like R- that. RC, Ryan Clark made the point that he does. He got paid, and he's still playing like this. Yeah, like yeah, on that no, team, that's, that's you got. That's a man's man right there. No, a, a real leader. You're yeah. you're exactly right. Yeah. Um, okay, other other uh, games fits. Um, Miami, you know, competes for, you know, three quarters basically, a couple of picks, a couple of bad, uh, you know, uh, calls or no calls go here and there, and it ends up being 31-17. Uh, what, what should we take out of Sunday night? I, I take out of Sunday night that I can't trust the Dolphins, but I'm also scared to death of the Dolphins, right? Like, because I, I think the way you summarize the game is really strong. There. The only thing I'd say is that Philadelphia was up 17-3. And it looked True. like this thing was going to be over. Yep. And you blink and two drives later, now a defensive touchdown helped there make up for the bad call. But, you know, you blink and two drives later, it's 17-17. And then they're down 24-17 and just bad route by one of the receivers, one of the people in the play. Like, you can't have that many people in the same area. Maybe a bad throw by Tua. We'll have to go back and, and kind of get the idea of what they were trying to do. But they were that throw away from being tied 24 up on, on an Eagles team that, you know, may not be as good as they were last year, but they're still certainly a Super Bowl contender. So I look at Miami and say this is every reason why people have a hard time trusting Miami to win a big game, but it's also why you can't rule Miami out of absolutely anything because, my God, they didn't play clean football at all. And with six minutes left, I thought they were going to at least force overtime. So, like, this is what makes Miami dangerous and impossible to predict right now. Where are we at on the Bills after this loss to the Patriots? Um, I am – I don't think, and I say this, I say this with care and with understanding that you can throw my own team's coach under the bus. I understand that. I'm sure we'll get to that. I don't think there is a coach coaching staff right now doing less with more than the offensive mindset of the Buffalo Bills. Ken Dorsey, the offensive coordinator, should not have a job today. And to me, how many weeks in a row is the offense going to be, well, we're just going to let, you know, Josh Allen run around there and hope and pray it works out. Like 80% of their offense is running through him. And there is no – they got one play, get the ball to Stephon. Other than that, they're not even trying to do anything else. So they've become predictable and one-dimensional, and they're getting beat by bad football teams because they're putting too much on their quarterback because there's absolutely nothing creative about their game plan. Like, they're in that spot where it's like, oh, we got the best players, so we'll be just fine. Well, now you got some injuries, now you got some issues, and also you're putting too much on Josh Allen's shoulders. Like, I just – I think it's coaching malpractice the way the Bills' offense is being run right now. And frankly, if I'm going to look at one thing today that I think could change and help, I would fire their offensive coordinator and get somebody in there. There's got to be somebody in that building that has a, a better feel for play calling than Ken Dorsey does. Yeah, we're talking to Jason They're Fitz. In uh, and, and by the way, I don't I don't disagree with that at all. I, I think you're 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 wasting the the prime years of Josh Allen here. Talking to Jason Fitz, uh, host of Yahoo Sports and Fox Sports Radio. All right, uh, I've been I've been screaming it. I've been screaming it. I've been yelling it. I never once bought that this Raiders team was anything other than putrid, and uh, they proved me right finally. It took a little time, but they proved me right finally with whatever the hell that was uh, in Chicago. Uh, Fitz, how close is this team to checking out? I think here's the hardest part. And, you know, so I was talking to a Raiders fan yesterday because I sat in and helped the Raiders out. They had some uh, some illness on the radio broadcast, so I filled in and did the postgame show. And somebody called and said, you know how I judge my coach? I judge my coach by is my team getting consistently better. And I said, you know what, I really respect the heck out of that. That's a great way to judge a coach. What do you do in this year's NFL where nobody's consistent about anything? 
So I'm not a big fan of in-season coaching changes in general because, frankly, uh, it, it rarely accomplishes much. So right, I understand that. It does, I get that. It, it, you know, but that being said, that was, I think, one of the most embarrassing losses I've ever seen. In, in my life as a fan, it was one of the worst efforts I've ever seen. It was maybe the least inspired game plan I've ever seen. Your offense is an abject disaster at this point if you're the Raiders. Uh, your defense, like the Bears saw something on tape, run to the edges, and the Raiders never adjusted to figure it out. There was absolutely nothing done to try and make things uh, difficult for Bajent, the free agent co- uh, quarterback that was playing. Like I thought it was an uninspired, terrible effort. And right now, if I own the Raiders right now, I would fire everybody. I, it was that bad. It was that embarrassing. It was more embarrassing to me than Jeff Saturday having a job for six seconds and beating you. It was more embarrassing yep. than Baker Mayfield barely walking off the plane because this was a game. Like Even my buddies and friends that are Bears fans were texting me saying, I haven't seen the Bears dominate like this in years. You don't get dominated by right. a terrible football team like that and hold your job and hold that locker room. And, and frankly, I think the, the axe will fall after Monday night. If the Raiders come out and lose by 40 or 50 points on Monday night against the Lions team that will come out angry, and I think that honestly could happen, yep. then I think there, there's a real fear that McDaniels is the first coach fired. If they come out and play inspired, then what do we know? Like, maybe he still has a ball. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Right, but I, I, I just think it's a brutal spot uh, because the Lions just got embarrassed, right? And and they're just better than you. They're the Lions are better than the Raiders by you know a lot. And so having to go there, you know, I I just think the I think the Raiders were beneficiaries of a a listless Pats team. Jordan Love's not good. Um, and 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 those are like you know it's two of their three wins there. Um, and then and then the Broncos we know like three of their wins are against the the dregs of the NFL. Uh, and so now it's about to get harder. You know, you have the Lions on the road. Giants just got a big win with Tyrod Taylor. They're going to get healthier. You have the Jets, the Dolphins. Like, I think there's a real – I think they could lose the next five games, Fitz. And I agree with you. Like, there's no sense in making a – like, if the Chargers, for example, wanted to fire Staley and give Kellen Moore a shot at it over the next, you know, ten games or whatever, I understand that. No urgency for the Raiders here with McDaniels, but – I think the decision would be made. I hope privately. Like I hope that Mark Davis is not too drunk from his uh, aces second in a row mm. that he's allowing the champagne to cloud his judgment here. This is going nowhere fast, uh, and I don't know who they would. Maybe it's Harbaugh. I don't know, but at some point, I do think you know, like, do you trade Devontae Adams? You know, like, is that something that you start to consider, Fitz? No, I think you keep Devontae Adams because you're going to bring in a new quarterback and a new coach next year. The only problem is, like, this is where doomsday hits for everybody that's bad. Right now, according to tankathon.com, that does a great job of telling us where the draft picks are, the Raiders would have the 12th pick in the draft. 12th, right? There are that many bad teams in the NFL. And let me just read these names out real quick. Chicago, Arizona, Denver, the Giants, the Patriots. Currently, those would be the top five teams picking in the NFL draft. None of those five teams would take anything, anything in return to get out of of the opportunity to draft Caleb Williams or Drake May. Not a single one of them. So – where all these teams are going to figure out Minnesota picks would right now, as of right now, Minnesota's eight, Green Bay's seven. 
All of these teams right now that are sitting here saying, let's tank for so-and-so, or let's just blow this thing up to try and get Caleb or Drake, the problem you have is right now nobody is worse than Chicago. Nobody is worse than Arizona. And those are your first three picks in the draft. After that is Denver and the Giants. There is no way in hell any one of those teams is going to trade out and not take Caleb Williams or Drake May. So now what are you, what are you rooting for if you're rooting to stink? You're rooting for the possibility to have the third the stab at the third or fourth best quarterback in the draft. Exactly. That doesn't fix anything. Well, I mean, I, I will say Penix, though. I mean, you could you could potentially have a Heisman guy there. I'm, I'm just saying, like, there are there are some guys I yeah, can Yeah, but Penix is far from, like, the same conversation. I, I agree. I agree. Caleb Williams. Like, now we're getting into a total crapshoot. Now we're getting into the do you take the, you know, offensive lineman out of Penn State that everybody right, says is right. a surefire, or are you taking Marvin Harrison Jr.? Like, yep. are, are you taking some, like, but, but in a quarterback-obsessed world, I just think we need to remind every single fan base, like Titans fans, the same exact thing. Right now the Titans are 2-4. and four. Well, guess what? The Titans would pick 10th in the draft right now. Mm-hmm. You are not going to find a can't-miss quarterback prospect at 10th in this year's draft. So, like, yeah, you're, there's going to be somebody to, to roll the dice on. Sure, mm-hmm. roll the dice is roll the dice. Yeah. Which, which team, uh, switching over college football, Fitzy, wh- which team outside of the SEC and, 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 and Georgia uh, do you feel best about? Their, their national championship hopes. If we're talking about what we saw from Michigan on the weekend, Ohio State beats Penn State, uh, Mike Norvell down at Florida State, and, and I guess you could throw Washington in there. Maybe you got Oklahoma in there. Which of those teams do you feel best about? Do you have the least questions about? Florida State. Florida State at this mm-hmm. point is battle-tested, too. Like The funny thing is they've fallen a couple of times for not beating teams by enough, Yep. but we pick and choose when that, that's the proper narrative. Mm-hmm. Like Florida State, Florida State and Washington, if I were on the committee and the first rankings come out, obviously – on Halloween. If I was sitting there, uh, I, I would take a compelling case for either Florida State or Washington to be number one and number two. I don't care which order we go in those, but those are the top two teams in the country, and it's not even close to me. I would put Ohio State at three uh, in, the, in the current college football playoff rankings because Ohio State has a couple of big wins on their resume, yep. but you can't tell me that we watched that game against Penn State and thought, yeah, that looks like a national championship team. It did not at all look like a national championship team. So, you know, I, I, I think right now, I, I would put Michigan maybe at four, maybe at five. Depends on what we think of Oklahoma and the fact that they at least have a, a win that matters. Like, I think right now we have no idea. Georgia and Michigan, there's no way I could I, I could justify just clearly putting them in the top four just because they're Georgia and Michigan. Yeah, uh, I, it, it, it it is. It's it's one of those things with Penn State where you wanted to believe, and I I don't think this Ohio State team is is good either. Like I I think Ryan Day is. I don't know. I I, I know they win. But I, I I just feel like administratively I would I would I would be like I would be give me a reason to fire you man like I just I, is is there not something that feels off with them when you I know again I know they win they got the job done against Notre Dame they got the job done against Penn State but I just hate the way he coaches I can't stand it yeah I think and you start looking at you, you somebody explain to me how you're taking on a Penn State defense that's great fine that Penn State defense still lets Marvin Harrison go off. Marvin Harrison has a huge game, and also in the process of Marvin Harrison having a huge game, your offense still looks like doo-doo. Like, I, it, there's, there was absolutely nothing. I watched college football all day Saturday, and I felt uninspired throughout the course of the day. Like, we're at this spot where I love the fact that we have no idea who the top four teams are, but also I think you can make a fatal flaw argument about most of these teams. I'm not sure there's a great team in college football right now this year. All right, whose coaching reputation has suffered more in the last three years? Bill Belichick or Dabo? Oh, man. Here's, that's a great question because the problem is 
Belichick, I, I would say Dabo, because Dabo has had the one thing happen to college football programs that can't happen. They become irrelevant. Like nobody cares about Clemson outside of Clemson, right? Nobody, we're not even talking about it. When I do my weekly wrap-up videos for Yahoo Sports, we go through the biggest games in college football. We, we do that. The, the decision on what games are included are decided two ways. We take a look at what people are reading so we know the clicks and we know what people care about, and then we take a look at the biggest games. Clemson is not on either list because they don't resonate in either way. And think about that. Like, Clemson's not playing big enough games for anybody to care, and there are so few people clicking on actual social media content regarding Clemson that it shows that they have no Q rating left. Like, Dabo's managed to take one of the most powerful programs in college football and make them irrelevant. That's, that's, that, that shakes me to my core. Like, Belichick's going to get the chance to work this thing out. Uh, Dabo, you have to pull yourself out of irrelevance. In college football is harder than we give it credit for. Yeah. Hey, Fitz, you're the best, dude, and uh, I know it hurts today. I know it hurts today, but we're going to be greater later. With the 12th. Hey, Drake May and, and, and Harbaugh together, is that what we're rooting for next year? Uh, Drake uh, May and Harbaugh. I'll take any, honestly anything. I'll take you. <laughs> I'll tell you, if you tell me Fitz is going to join the staff, he's going to be the like, I'll, like, let's go, dude. I'll, at least that gives me something to root for. And, I'll, I'll send you a big old free box of swag if I get that job. Yeah, like, real quick, like, isn't it the worst thing ever to be a fan and to want your team to lose, like that's yes. that's the worst place you could pot because I cannot, I, like I feel like logically I cannot bring myself to want this team to do good things because it's just it's, it, uh, you know what I mean like they, a I don't think they can but B it's just going to extend the the inevitable you know and also like but this is where I have to remind you that the reason it's the worst is because part of the reason the Raiders and most teams are bad is because they blow the draft so what exactly we all know right. is this if you don't if you're not picking one. If you're not picking two, if you're not picking in the top, let's say, four of this year's draft, because I think there are arguably four can't-miss prospects, if you're not picking in the top four, then you might as well not pick at all for most of these bad teams. Like Chicago, I mean, I know there's a little silence over there. Chicago right now got a very good chance of getting a quarterback and getting Marvin Harrison Jr. right now. Like, you'd be excited if you're a Bears fan. Like, you're not excited if you're a Raiders fan. Yeah, no question. Fitz, thanks for the time as always, man. Talk soon. Appreciate you, boys. Have a great week. Yep, he is Jason Fitz, Yahoo Sports, Fox Sports. Radio, like I know they just got waxed. I know they just got uh, embarrassed yesterday. But Detroit is still a really good team, and the reason they're a really good team is because they drafted really well. Mm-hmm. You know, they drafted Aiden Hutchinson there at number two. They drafted Sam Laporta there. They drafted Jameer Gibbs, who had a great game yesterday in his first start. You know, uh, yeah, you do make sort of m- moves at the margin. Of course, you do kind of dip Swift, into free agents. Yeah, uh, uh, the, the safety from Philly that's been good for them. Yeah. Uh, what's it, Gardner Johnson or whatever? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, you, you can do I think that. He might be hurt right you now. pick and choose, but when you depend on free agents and you build that way, it's not going to work for you long term. Like you got to nail the draft. You got to get it right. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.